Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show. In this week's episode, I urge you to be ready for anything. The times they are a changing and they're changing very quickly and you can become more ready for whatever way they change. Predicting the future is becoming ever more difficult. So don't bother. Work on becoming ready for whatever happens. Major changes have already happened under the guise of a pandemic and who knows what's going to happen under the world economic forums great reset and new world order financial instability is rife australia's indebtedness is going through the roof as are many countries what is all that going to mean i don't know what it's going to mean but to increase your ability to be ready for anything i share with you nine practical steps that will increase your ability to thrive in whatever happens. Stick around. I'm confident you'll find it of enormous benefit. This show is founded on the formula SA plus P equals S, self-awareness plus passion equals success. Since 1993, when I left my successful legal career, to become Australasia's passion provocateur, I have educated, inspired, provoked audiences all around the world in various forums, in conferences, in workshops, in team building programs to discover and pursue passion and to increase self-awareness, to understand what life is about, what your life is about. I explore many of these ideas in my books, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance. This show is also guided by Socrates' Famous quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. So my aim here is to provoke you to examine your life, to think about why am I on this planet? You can see I'm wearing my red jacket, red, the colour of passion, so that when you see red, you get excited about pursuing or discovering what your passion is so that you can pursue it. When you pursue your passion, life becomes a magnificent game regardless of what's happening to you. Each week in this show, I explore one big idea because too many ideas can confuse us. One big idea, and this is episode 80, so that means there's been 80. This is the 80th big idea. I also share with you in each show six resources that will help you to implement the idea. A quote, a book, a song, a spiritual tip, a health tip, and a joke, some humour. Life was not meant to be taken seriously. Maybe this whole thing is a joke. Maybe this is God's joke on us. So I'm chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy and I'm on the board of the Australian Cartoon Museum. I love humour. And most people do, strangely enough. I hope you do. This show is not politically correct and certainly supports certain types of addictions, including my addiction to coffee. Mm-hmm. This one's for you, Peter. Mm-hmm. I love the stuff. There are certain addictions that are very helpful. My addiction to exercise, for example, very helpful. 
So you have to decide whether your addictions serve you or don't. This show subscribes to the principle that we have a soul, a heart, a spirit. My definition of passion is that it's a source of unlimited energy from your soul, your heart, your spirit that enables you to produce extraordinary results. Life is much more than what you can see. What you can actually see is a tiny proportion of what life is about and the human spirit is an amazing resource that each one of us has. So we do have a spiritual life. God can be whatever you imagine God to be. Who knows what God is? I believe in God. Interesting question, isn't it? I must do, I must do a show on that one day, Julie. The week that was. Here in Victoria, the house arrest capital of the world, the gold medalist with the most days of house arrest of any city in the world. Used to be the world's most livable city. Now it's destroyed. Julie showed me this morning that we have 6% occupancy of city buildings. That is a disgrace. Our leaders in this state have destroyed Melbourne to a large degree and Daniel Andrews, the Premier, the worst Premier in Victoria's history, is being investigated for corruption. He is a hypocrite, walks around without masks and berates everybody for not wearing masks. He then blames all Victorians for the dilemma that we are in. No, we're in this dilemma, Daniel Andrews, because of your bad leadership, bad governing, corrupt governing. He's now proposing to expand the range of people who have to have the jabs, the mandatory jabs. I urge any of you, if you want the jab, you're free to have it. I urge anybody who doesn't want the jab, you're free not to have it. Push back. Do not give up the resistance to taking this mandatory jab, this gene-manipulating jab that has poisons in it that haven't even been disclosed by the manufacturers and those manufacturers are indemnified for all liability by the Australian government. How about that, eh? Similar to what happens in America. All pharmaceutical companies are indemnified for for jabs that they put into people. Amazing. Hey, why would they need indemnity? Hmm, maybe it's not so safe. The New South Wales Premier I reported on that last week, resigned because she's under investigation for corruption. That was her excuse anyway. There's a new Premier and it was heartening to see him stand up in his press conference without the Chief Health Officer to say that I make the decisions, the Chief Health Officer just gives advice and then I weigh that advice on the basis of all the other elements that go into making a state. The excuse that most premiers in Australia use is that the chief health officer said blah, blah, blah. Well, I have a 100 doctors for every piece of advice that a chief health officer gives that's contrary to the advice of each of those state health officers. So anyone who says the science is settled, you've heard me say it again and again, there is not. The chief health officer does not have all the answers. So for a premier to use that excuse is simply absolute abrogation of responsibility but also I think that's where the corruption comes in because there is a plan here to lock down this state probably Australia and then the border closures are also disastrous just imagine 
in America if the 50 states borders were all shut, were all closed off. There's also the conversation around vaccine passports, which will lead to medical apartheid. That must be resisted. During the week, I ran two webinars, one on mental health with wave care counselling. So there are strategies that you can follow to improve your, your mental health in these challenging house arrest times. And I also ran a webinar with a Victorian Member of Parliament hosting it on what to do if your employer wants you to take the jab and you don't want the jab. There's a whole complex issue around that. If you would like the link to that webinar, let me know. I'll happily send it to you. There are options available to you. Do not be railroaded by the idea, I don't have an option. You do. I've also had a number of meetings for, with the World Council for Health. And right around the world, there are a large number of medical organisations that are opposed to what governments are choosing to do. I'm also exploring as a legal strategist, and I am backing the law in terms of advising on legal strategy, various strategies available to, to prevent government overreach. And there's a whole range of legal proceedings available to you. There are tens of thousands of Australians and Americans and people all around the world who have been injured by these jabs. There are proceedings available. There's compensation available. There are injunctive remedies available to stop governments forcing people to have a jab against their will without their informed consent. And while all that's been going on, I can report to you that I have exercised every day, as has Julie. I urge you to keep up your exercise regime. And through all of these challenges, all of these dramas, I'm working harder than ever. Still, I assure you I'm happy. Why? Because, as you've heard from previous episodes, I choose to be happy. This is a gift that we have of life, despite all these challenges. These are the challenges that we have to face, and they're going to become bigger, in my opinion. That's why this week's topic is being ready for anything. Now, before we get into that topic, I invite you to subscribe to this YouTube by clicking on the bell below. Subscribe to the podcast if that's how you're enjoying it. And please share it amongst your family, friends and colleagues. Visit our websites, covest.com, charlescovest.com. Subscribe to Passion Points to Ponder. And if you would like the Awareness and Passion Manifesto, I'll be delighted to send it to you. My email, of course, is on the screen, charles at covest.com and in the show notes. So today's big idea, be ready for anything. The times they are changing and they're changing faster than ever. And the challenge is to be ready for whatever happens. You cannot predict what's going to happen. There are major geopolitical moves happening between China and the rest of the world. There are mass migrations happening from Africa into Europe. There's conflict between EU member states. There's financial instability. There is the World Economic Forum and the New World Order and the Great Reset that promotes the idea that you won't be able to own property in the future and you'll be happy about that. 
I say nonsense. I say that's BS. I say the Great Reset must be resisted. Don't be sucked into it. And I say to you that much of the climate change rhetoric is around creating one world government. Now, all those changes that are happening are causing instability and will cause future instability. The medical apartheid strategy of dividing people is a shocking one. It must be resisted. And even if you want the jab, don't be sucked into the fact that you might get sick from an unjabbed person. That is such a lie. So I'm going to share with you nine ideas in my standard framework of mind, body, spirit, mental, physical, and spiritual elements. Nine strategies that will help you to be ready for anything, to help your family. You can share these with your family, with your work colleagues. So it doesn't matter what happens to you, you can thrive. Number one, be mentally prepared for whatever's coming. Imagine the best future and the worst future. I consider that what's going on is World War Three. I consider I consider these taking away of human freedoms to be as significant as World War Three. And we are right in the midst of it. And in a World War Three there are shocking things that happen and there are wonderful things that happen. And so when you are mentally prepared to have this flexibility, hmm, who knows what will happen, then when something happens that you're not expecting, you're mentally ready for it. You don't fall in a bag of, mm -hmm, yes, a bag of whatever. My second strategy is to build your spiritual life. Continue to build and nurture your relationships with family and friends and with your community. The value of those relationships, they are a spiritual level. They are a very powerful resource for you. The third strategy is on the body side. So we've gone from the mental to the spiritual to the physical. Look after your health. Continue to look after your health so that you can have enormous amounts of energy and look after your physical resources and think about how you want your physical resources to be. Now, if there's, you need to be flexible with your physical resources because being destitute and having no resources, if massive change comes along, is not going to do you much good. So you can think about rejigging of selling assets, of of wondering, hey, what happens if there is massive financial instability and the banks are shut down or the internet is shut down? How are you going to, what's the point of having lots of cash in the bank if you can't access cash in the bank? So think about your physical resource planning. Fourth strategy, imagine what life would be like without electricity, without gas, without power. That is a real possibility when you look at what's happening in England where there, and many parts of the world where there are times during the day where there's no power and in England there have been times without power and the cost of power is going up so much that people can't afford it. And that's to do with this madness towards unthinking renewable energy without baseload power. So if there was no power and no electricity, how will you handle that? Be ready for that. Strategy number five, keep learning 
but decide consciously what you want to learn. Just because you're watching TV, you are learning something, but it's not of much use to you. What is it that you need to learn to increase your ability to be ready for anything? And have a structured process for your learning. Strategy number six is a repetition, if you like, of the physical side, which is to structure your finances, restructure your finances. Perhaps sell a, a spare house that you might have. Perhaps get some resources in place now, borrow some money now, but think about how you would want your finances to be restructured if massive change comes. Strategy number seven, let go of expectations. Live in the present. Live in the now. And so you think about, okay, I'm alive right now. I'm happy right now. And I assure you, I am happy right now. And I live in the now. And I'm open for anything that might happen in the future. But I'm, I'm appreciating now. I'm not worried about the future. And living in the now is the only place where you can actually live. So learn to live in the now. Go back and listen to previous episodes. I explored many of these ideas in the preceding episodes and will in the future. Living in the now is an enormous, is an enormous resource, uh, skill to develop. Strategy number eight, care about others more. Look around your community Look around your friends and family. Who can you help? If you focus on caring about and helping other people, it reduces your concern about yourself. You know, the, it, it's, it's remarkable that the more you help other people, it helps you mentally and physically and spiritually. And strategy number nine is to enjoy the uncertainty. Look on this uncertainty of being ready for anything as a form of entertainment. You see, we go to the movies to have these amazing entertainment experiences. Well, the whole world is now a show. Who kn There's no boredom involved here. You never know what's going to happen. So a strategy is to enjoy the entertainment that these politicians, that these governments are putting on. And, yes, there'll be some tough times. Good. That'll build your resilience. And because you're ready for anything that happens, you can float through it. You can put up with the tough times because you understand that this too will pass. Tough times pass. Good times pass. This too will pass. Being ready for anything enables you more easily to be in the now, to enjoy this experience of life that is given to us for 100 120 years, a blink of an eye in universal terms. Don't, don't, how shall I say, don't waste it by worrying about what's going to come. Be ready and embrace whatever happens. So to give you some resources, to think about this idea, the, the book that I recommend is Gone with the Wind. And if you don't want to read the book by Margaret Mitchell, watch the movie. Remind yourself. I know you've probably watched it, but watch it again. It was filmed at the start of World War II. Gone with the wind. The whole message of that is 
everything that we've got now can be gone with the wind. Listen to Tara's theme from that movie. You can listen to it on YouTube. Tara's theme will take you back into that spiritual space because music is the language of the soul. You listen to that theme and you think, yes, this could all be gone with the wind. The world that I thought was here was gone with the wind. The civil war in America, my parents, they thought they were going to be hungry for the rest of their lives, gone with the wind. When you're ready for everything to be gone with the wind, but to live in the now, you can thrive regardless of what's happened. My quote to this from Confucius. Confucius, the Chinese philosopher, he said this, learning without thought is labor lost. Learning without thought is labor lost. Be deliberate in your learning, and that will help you to be ready for anything. My spiritual tip is to spend more time meditating about the future. Sit there and meditate about all the different possibilities that might happen, and that will help you at a soul level to get insights into what you might do physically and mentally while you are meditating and seeking inspiration about what might happen. And my health tip is to spend more time in nature because if there's going to be massive changes, then your relationship with nature, with growing, with appreciating nature will serve you in good stead. And my joke, spot of humour for you. Since all of this pandemic nonsense is about minimising hospital visits. I thought you needed a story about hospital surgery and two little kids are in a hospital lying on stretchers next to each other outside the operating room. The first kid leans over and says, what are you in here for? The second kid says, I'm in here to get my tonsils out and I'm a little nervous. The first kid says, you got nothing to worry about. I had that done when I was four. They put you to sleep and when you wake up, they give you lots of jelly and ice cream. It's a breeze. The second kid then asks, what are you here for? The first kid says, a circumcision. Whoa, the second kid replies, good luck, buddy. I had that done when I was born. I couldn't walk for a year. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's about it for this week's show. Think about how this week's big idea can transform your life, being ready for anything. Implement some or all of the nine strategies, practical strategies that I've shared with you. Be ready to go with the flow. Don't be rigid. Be flexible. Not in your values, not in your philosophy, but in your responses. I hope I'm provoking you, inspiring you, teaching you to take a deeper interest in what it is that you think your life is about, raising your self-awareness, helping you discover what you're passionate about. I again invite you to visit our websites, covest.com for public programs, corporate programs, and charlescovest.com for self-awareness and passion quest. My books are also available on the websites, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel or the podcast so that you don't miss out on an episode. And thank you again for watching, for listening. 
Thank you for being with us. I hope it's been of value to you. I'm confident it will be of value to you if you implement what's useful for you. Have an educative week, a challenging week, a passion-filled week, and a week of increasing exercise to look after this magnificent machine called your body. Thanks for being with us. I look forward to being with you next week for episode 81. Bye.